Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of Black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a Black marriage crisis. So I asked Black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. How did we meet? From my from my standpoint, we met <laughs> in Maddox Hall. Uh, it was my freshman year of college, uh-huh. and uh, it was I think your sophomore year of college. Yes. If the way I tell it, we met in Maddox Hall. It was like the the dorm hangout area, you know, where people before they you know, they just you know watch movies or play video game you know video game tournaments. Not study. That's what that's what I did, you know. Uh, but we met there. And yeah, you were a bit stuck up at the time, you know. Yes. Yeah, you were no, your friend. I was not. I was not stuck up. Look, I, I, I thought you were. I thought you were. I was wrong though. Yes, you were very wrong. Oh, but you were just um I, don't I know. was precautious. Ah. Precautious. And you were with your friend. I was with a friend. Yeah. We did meet in Maddox Hall. That was that's the first time we met, I thought. Right. But okay, so what happened was this is what happened. So I remember meeting him after like some kind of like it was like a performance or something at like one of the auditoriums on campus. And I was with a friend and I introduced myself because I was being nice. Like, hi, how are you? And it wasn't a lot of black folks on campus. Like it's like it was like six of us on the entire campus. And so he tried to act like he didn't remember meeting me previously. He was like, oh, hey, what's your name again? And I was like. Dude. So you didn't earn that memory, though. Whatever. I was like, dude, there's like five of us total. You remember meeting me. Like, vaguely. it ain't a lot of us. Vaguely. Like, don't be acting like there's just a plethora of black girls around At the here. time at this school, no, it was not. It was not. No. So that's how we met. No, there were no sparks. No, not really. No, not at No, all. because I remember thinking, like, how is he going to act like he would remember me? And not like, a, like you don't remember me, so, but like... So that's what I was feeling, apparently, that I was feeling the how he go at like he don't remember me vibe. And I thought she was just being a little kind of... No, because it's like five of us. A little weird, actually. Five black people. No, it was not. It was, it was not. More, come on. Okay, maybe 20. Because they had like the group, the African-American students. Because yeah, this is a 10 people. <laughs> it was like 12. <laughs> 12 people. It was 12 people. Was that attended. Did you ever go to that Never. thing? Okay, I went. Never. I think I went once. Yeah. It was like 10 people. So it's just like, it was very confusing. Like, how could you not? Okay, so I was studying. Uh, I had a piano theory test or something like that. And I was cramming. And I was in this, in this, the piano room. You could like rent out rooms for the piano. And he came in and he just started talking to me. And I remember being like, okay, he's talking to me, but I really like what he's saying, but I'm trying to cram. And we just started having a conversation. And I remember going back to my dorm and telling one of my good friends, I just had an interesting conversation with John Jackson. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah, I think I had him wrong. I think he is naturally one that calm. I thought that either A, he's always high, or B, he's kind of like 
flirty and kind of like, hey, how's it going? But then I overheard him like talking to his mom like that. I was like, oh, so maybe that's just how he is. I was like, but I had a cool conversation. And I also followed that up with, I'm gonna marry him and have his babies. And I was totally joking. I was joking, but. And that was probably the first time we had really ever talked. Yeah, first ever. time. Ever. And I was actually waiting to go to my piano class. I think we had yeah. the same teacher. Yeah. Was that the same teacher? Okay, Maybe. so I think I was waiting to go to the class and she probably had to test the class after mine. So she was probably, you know. I was trying to cram. Pro- trying to cram, yeah. And while I was waiting, because there was a line of students waiting on the teacher, she was probably late. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, so I, I saw you were in the practice room and I just thought about it. I was like, I'm going to be annoying. Why not? You know, I'm bored. <laughs> you know, I, pro- I got time today. I probably wasn't ready for whatever I was supposed to be doing anyway. I, I did not need to be in college at the time, uh, but it's OK. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just wanted to be annoying. And I saw her in there and I went to be annoying. And I told she totally <laughs> she told me that she was studying for some I kind of piano. I was I just, trying to drop hints like, hey, so I'm studying. And I just just barged all the way through it. You know, just, just like, mm, not right for the next 10 minutes. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and I left. I was like, OK, cool. <laughs> After you, like, distracted me, you left. Yeah. No intent, though. No, mm-hmm. no intentions, really. Let's see here. So, um, man, yeah, y'all had a weird crew. I did. Y'all had a weird crew of people. Yeah. Y'all like y'all colored your hair with Kool-Aid. And a lot of lot y'all y'all ripped all of your clothes. Yeah. That, you know? But that was like 2001. So that was like when the style was like, you know, you know, ripped jeans and like, you know, you have like the, you know, let me cut off a sleeve and yeah. and, and my style was totally different. You know, my style was uh it was fun. I was setting trends, though. It was fun. Not everybody was jumping on them, but, I, you know, I had my thing, you know. But uh, so I, th- I like to say I remember when we we didn't really hang out a lot. Like, yeah. we didn't. I mean, you hung out with your friends. I had my friends. And then my my good friend at the time was actually interested in you. Mm-hmm. He, he actually liked you. And as a friend, of you know, as a good friend, I decided, okay, well, and your friend, you know, that you had, yeah. you guys would hang out all the time. And so my buddy said, hey, man, let's, let's hang out with them. And, you know, and she has a friend, too, you know. And, and her friend was cool. But, you know, my buddy, I, I was trying to be a good wingman, you know. So I was just trying to be really cool. You are great, cool. John. But good y'all, job. y'all personalities didn't work at all. Like, I mean, that was destined to fail. But then again, friends... <laughs> Her friend, they they actually had more of a chemistry, at least for a second. And we found out we had more of a chemistry from just hanging out with that that little situation there. And I remember going out, it was like three of us. Yeah. You and I, and you invited. I invited a third wheel. And that would have been like technically the first time we having like some kind of a date per se was that. Yeah. You know, because I got an anonymous tip that. You know, maybe, you know, Brandy may be interested in something beyond just being cool. We really weren't cool. I mean, we only hung out like yeah. like, like once or twice, really, you know. But uh, you invited your friend on that. And it was very weird. It was very weird. It was very weird because the you I was throwing out some stuff and you were just... Well, and I think I invited her because it was... I, I, was, a, I was in a really weird place. Like, I had... Okay, this is like right out of high school. And so I had like, I was really used to guys like kind of not really, you know, being teenagers, like not really telling you how they feel and all that. So 
here John is, he's very much so like, oh yeah, you're cool. I like you, you're dope. Very straightforward. And so for me, I'm like, break up with him. Or like, I know what I'll do. I'll invite a third person with me to totally like deflect that. Cause that makes all the sense in the world. And so it was, our first date was very weird. Like I invited a third person. I can't really say that was the first date. It wasn't a first date. It, it, but, and yeah. I made sure it wasn't a first date. Yeah, like we kind of had a real first date later. Like we called it the first date. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, you were missing all the things. I was yeah. the signs I was throwing out there. We were just like <laughs> hitting the wall and just, you know, just it's like, yeah, Brandon, crashing so dishes. What are you into? I don't know. And so Friend, after that, what are you into? <laughs> and after that, I remember that after that night, I told her, it was like, oh, wow, she's not, she's not interested at all. Like completely. Like, I was. I was just weird. It was, it was strange. But you hit me up later that night. It's like, hey, so let's talk. You hit me up later tonight and say, yo, so hey, in so many, in, in so many I words. I think you're awesome. Yeah, don't, you didn't say that. I, I said something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I yeah. think you're awesome. I think you're dope. Let's it, be friends. It, more so, more so, you explained your quirkiness. Yeah. And your awkwardness. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That was cool, and that was, was that was so the weird. beginning of us hanging out like that. Well, once we officially started dating for real which was like the second time yeah because the first time we we were like okay we're official like we're a thing and i broke up with him because that's what one does when someone really likes them you and you like them too you break up with them that makes sense so i broke up with him and then we had a few months where we weren't together and then but yeah i wanted to hang out with him I was dumb. And, um, and she would call me because I would play, <laughs> at the time I would play for some of her like uh, like recitals and her voice lessons and things like, like that. Like, hey, do you want to come play? And with she would still call me, hey, so can you come play this voice <laughs> lesson? I'm like, you know about that? I don't know. I think I got everything else to do. <laughs> I got everything I else. I can. I only have better things to do. But he would still come. I remember telling you that on, it was a Saturday morning you mm -hmm. called me. Yeah. And I said, shoot it to you straight to say hey like, hey you know what you calling me i can't be your friend yeah i, said, I don't want to be your friend and i was like but we're good with friends we can be friends i got a lot i'm good i got friends <laughs> I, 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 got, I have a long list of friends i didn't want any more friends yeah yeah and so we it was interesting so after the second time we ended up i kind of like put two and two together like Oh, so he doesn't want to be friends with me. And I really don't want to be friends with him. I want to be more, but I had my own issues. And um, yeah, we, I, after our Saturday morning talk where he was like, yeah, this friendship thing where you're like calling me to like come hang out, but it's weird. We kind of got back together and then we've been together ever since. And yeah, that was the next week. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was yeah, we, yeah, we got together and yeah. Yeah, I don't know how long ago was that? That was like what eighteen years ago? That was two thousand and one. Yeah, two thousand one. Two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah. Something. We got back together in spring of two thousand two. Yeah. So that's a long time. And mm -hmm. we've been together ever since. Know this that in the South <laughs> folks want you to get married at twelve. If they could, you know, uh, you know, so many That's people, weird. so many folks at our church at the time and in our immediate circle. So we y'all getting married, you know, I, you know, my, I don't think, I can't recall yeah, my we parents. Babies. Yeah, I can't recall my parents putting on putting any pressure on me at all. I don't think your parents put on pressure. Uh, 
Your parents put pressure more on you from the standpoint of just making sure you choose the right person. Not so much of getting married young, did they? I don't think they were. No, it wasn't like a thing of like, get married, get married, get married. It was a thing of, I think it was the culture, the Southern culture of y'all together. So when y'all gonna think about getting married? I'm like, but I'm like, I'm 18. I'm 19 years old. Like, why are we even talking about this? And I think, I mean, naturally, I think once we always wanted to be around each other. We dated for four years. Yeah. We got strong four years, you know, so. Yeah. And I think, I know for me, it came down to, you know, if it's not, if I don't choose this person, I know that for me, it's it's nine times out of ten, it's not going to get better than this for me. It may be something different, maybe someone different, someone that's really hip later on. But as far as just the whole package of what I'm looking for, as far as someone I want to get old with, you know, I was like, you know, I, you know, I probably should lock this down. I need to lock this down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I remember that. You got to lock all this down. All this down. All this, <laughs> all this down. <laughs> for me, my parents, it was a little interesting. So my mom was married to my biological dad for like 10 years. And it was like a super abusive, super tumultuous, violent relationship. And then she remarried my stepdad, who I consider my dad, at like 11. And he was amazing. And he kind of showed me like, okay, so this is how, this is what you need to look for. And then, I, and I mean, in some ways, I think my biological dad showed me what not to look for. Like, I've never, Thank God I didn't repeat the things that I saw because a lot of times statistically, if you grow up with that, like naturally you're going to gravitate to that statistically is, you know, like, yeah. And I'm thankful that I didn't. Like for me, whenever I saw like, "Mm, I don't know what that is. Something just seems off with this person. Like I knew to go the other way. Um, So he taught me something too. My biological dad taught me that. But yeah, they, my mom remarried when I was 11 and they were really close. My mom and my bonus dad, they were really close. I mean, until she passed away in like six years ago. And yeah, they were just like, like they dressed alike. Oh, they were, man, they were, yeah. They had they a calendar for church. <laughs> they were no joke, yeah. Where they were like, okay, so this Sunday we can wear this. We gonna wear this on this during this Bible. And it was real, it was a thing. And so for me, I had that to kind of look at. I mean, there are certain things I didn't want to repeat. Like I was like, I never want to dress like my partner ever. Like to the point where now, if by chance it happens, I'm like, eh, gonna run I back never in say there. anything, cause I would love to do that. He loves it. He would love it. He's like, sometimes he'll kind of like, hey baby, he won't say anything until we're in the car. And he's like, yeah, so we're kind of dressed like, I'm like, oh crap, stop the car. But like, I'll just like, go back and like, yeah, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna change clothes now. Um, But yeah, like, that's what I grew up seeing, was just that. My folks, my mom and dad, they they were great. Uh, My mom and dad, they split when I was 13. And, uh, you know, the, I didn't really have a lot of, um, and I would find this out, we would find this out. Yeah. Uh, didn't really. I personally didn't have a lot of uh, much of a, uh, a great model of marriage. You know, I didn't really know what you know. But a lot of a lot of us don't, right? I think I learned more about 
marriage from the, the mistakes that I saw, you know, the, the things that I saw growing up, the mistakes on that side of things than anything. Um, my, uh, my dad, you know, he was real serious about uh, always respecting women and he was really big into that. And um, my mom, she was, uh, you know, like, um, sorry. All right, so. John's yeah. mom passed away. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah, she passed be. away recently, so. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, 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 that's a good question. But um, I think as far as the marriage that I grew up seeing, to be honest with you, I've learned more about it looking back. Uh, there are some, um, some mentors of ours that uh, challenged us to to learn about more about to learn more about ourselves and in doing that one of the things that they had us do was you know ask your parents all the questions you wanted to ask them and i learned more about their marriage <laughs> looking back going down memory lane with them too at that time that was back in 2000 ooh, what 2010 2011 something like that so. yeah i was like uh yeah because that was a year no that's 2000 yeah 2010 2011 Around year four, year five of our marriage? Maybe 2012, 13, something. Okay, for the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I learned more uh, walking down memory lane with them about their marriage than anything. You know, some of the things. And, and that was really interesting because, it was, you know, it was from a standpoint of, of hindsight. And they can see some of the... The, the, the odd decisions, the, the good, the bad, you know, all of it, you know, and they can they can share with me uh, about their marriage from just looking at it from, you know, uh, a better, a different perspective, you know, overall perspective, as, as opposed to being in it, you know. I really wish that, um, and this is something that I try to do better with our children, yeah. is to be more open to showing uh, to showcasing my faults particularly with dealing with our relationship you know the things that uh, I'm you know my stuff issues that I might have things that I might kind of struggle with the stuff that I don't have altogether I think uh, particularly in the south it's a uh, um, it's one of those things that you know grown folks business stay out of it you know not a lot of talking about money not a, talk, a lot of talking about just um, expressing emotion you know, relating to each other, you know, actually problem, resolving problems, things like that, like really how to how to deal with a, a, a healthy disagreement, you know, things like that. I don't really see that kind of stuff for real. You know, I saw hot and cold, you know, I, I saw hot, I saw cold. I didn't really see how they fixed it, you know, because I was always typically asked to go to the other room, that kind of a thing, or they kind of suppress all that and they'd, you know, they'd deal with it at another time, you know, when I wasn't around. But talking to them and going down that road with them, you know, it was that was different than actually the actual experience of growing up. You know, seeing that, you know, it's yeah, it was interesting because I, I had an opportunity to to look back over the things I do remember and, and actually the, if any questions I had on certain things, you know, like when you guys it made so much sense when certain trips we took and but there are a lot of things growing up that they were a bit unhealthy that uh, that I saw, or I'd say were more so unhealthy that I didn't experience. Like we were just like we just took a trip with our family to Yosemite, and we just did it just because. That's something I never did growing up. I never had any recollection of doing anything like that. Taking time out intentionally, 
you know, for ourselves. Like my parents never did that, you know, let alone doing that with us, you know, like with me. I mean, I was, I was the only, I was my mom's only. Uh, so she never did that. You know, those are the kind of things that they didn't do. I've, I've learned more so from those kind of things than anything. The whole reason why we even went down that journey was really after, was that year four, year seven? Year four and year seven, both of those are like, are like, okay. We, we, we passed the honeymoon phase. Plus worst. Year four, year seven. Year four was like, Okay, you know that we actually just did we just move to LA at the time. Year four, we moved to Los Angeles. So yeah. this was, um, gosh, two thousand and nine. We're living in Nashville. Yeah, we were early, we were twenty seven, and you know yeah. we didn't really you know we got here and yeah yeah don't you just move out to the, one of the biggest cities in the world and you know figure it out. And uh, and we and I learned at least by myself. I think we both learned, but definitely by myself, I learned that marriage is is in, in addition to so many things. But marriage is one of those things. If you want to be good at it, yeah, you might want to first get a good model to check out. This maybe not all of us had one. Not all of us had a good model, you know. And so I think the reason why we even went down some of these roads, you know, trying to learn about ourselves, learn about our, our parents' marriages and their relationships and things like that was because um, when we got here, it was like, <laughs> okay. What we were doing in Nashville wouldn't go work out here. I think one, uh, when we came out here, we were isolated. Uh, There's not really any family out here. And... When you isolate people or anyone, you, they're gonna, you know, a lot of the the ugly stuff is gonna come front, you know, come up front, you know, come up, you know, to the surface. And uh, I know that when we moved out here, there was, it was a stressful time. Uh, I was working for the man at the time. Yeah. Ooh, we had a bank job. <laughs> Remember them days, my God, man, good old honest work. Um, so, and I was dying a little bit every day coming home, you know, so. There's, there's that stress, and then we were stressed with the money and things like that. And I think a couple of things happened. One, I think we were risking the possibility of growing apart. I really do believe that because there was so much time that we were spending with our own stress and not sharing it with each other. And I began to share my stress with other people that I would meet, you know. And so I had my own circle of folks, you know. And at some point that came to a head, but it's like, listen, there's certain relationships that you shouldn't have, you know, outside, you know, outside of what we got going on, especially when she don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and LA is, it's a big city, it's a big spot, you know? And if you're not focused, if you guys, if two people aren't really intentionally putting all, everything on the table, your stress, the good, the bad, all of it, you know, that, that tension's gonna like show itself somewhere else if you don't do it intentionally, you know? And I think too, like Los Angeles, we were, you know, moving to Los Angeles to, with the kid. I mean, Jax, our oldest was two at the time. And I think too, what you said, like we didn't have anyone here to bounce things off with. And then if you, you have all this stuff that you're dealing with internally, it's just a lot. Um, and I didn't talk at all now. Yeah, John was completely like silent, like when it came to emotions. So it's like what you're saying, like 
if you have all this, if you have all this stuff that you're processing and it, you don't have any kind of way to like exhale, you're going to find unhealthy ways of doing it. And so, I mean, people, people were losing their minds. I mean, when we first moved here, I think it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was bad. I mean. Looking back, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> part of me was, I think uh, I might have been battling a slight little bit of depression, I think, didn't even realize it at the time. I mean, like, looking back, it was a lot because, um, especially particularly from a financial standpoint and you add the isolation to, to the mix and you got a kid to the mix and it's like, oh my God, you know? It's like, you know, we're not driving to nobody's house. <laughs> you know, it's not like, it's not like, oh, let's go to auntie such and such or cousin such and such. We out here and these, we out here. Yeah. You know, so we had to make it work. We had to figure it out. At one point, we didn't have a car. We didn't oh, have a car yeah. for like was, a year. Yeah. The Ford Exploder exploded. It exploded yeah. right when we got here. Mm-hmm. Like, so we're like taking, we were taking the bus and we were like, you know, that back then they didn't have Lyft or mm-hmm. Uber or any of that. So we were just like, okay, and Subway, okay, let's do it. We can do it. And um, it was intense. Like, I remember <laughs> John, you know, like just trying to find yourself. When I say like losing our minds, like, I'm over here trying to figure out, like, okay, the two-year-old, Jax, are we good? John being silent, not saying anything, and feeling like he was checked out. Even though I just think, perhaps, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think that you were just trying to really wrap your head around everything. Yeah, I was and- a creative working at a bank. At a bank. <laughs> at a bank. You and, know, married yeah. to another creative yeah. that I'm watching every day who's not actually being as creative. busy as, you know, being creative like you normally would be when we were in Nashville. Yeah. You know, and uh, and plus, I mean, my, my brain was still developing. That part. That's we t- had this thing that's that... very true. <laughs> that, like, that, people's <laughs> brains aren't fully developed till 25, and which... It makes so much sense because it's like, and we were getting married at 22. We were married at 22 and mm-hmm. had a kid at 23. Our brains were not fully developed. That, and it made so, remember I read, I was like, that's why we did that. That made no sense. Like, yeah. oh my God. And thank God for Jax, like yeah. being so like, okay, yeah, we're going to go across country. So he was good. the, Jax was the, out of all of our children, the I, trooper. I, he was the best kid for that time. Yeah, because we could oh not have done that with gosh. Jedi. Oh. Jedi would have been like, we're going to go all back to Nashville, going to back it up, back it up. When we first moved, I remember like my mom like getting sick. And that like started like the, what, five year journey of her being sick. And then... It was just nuts. That was right when we first when we first moved here, first like three moved. months in. Because at that point, we were thinking about not moving. Yeah. Because she had gotten sick. No, no, no. no we had she, just moved here. We moved here, and then we finally. Then she, she got right. sick, like That's three right. months in. That's right. So she's sick, and then we're trying to figure out our marriage. There's one point, like, the minds were lost, just lost, like. I mean, one night I remember you were like playing with somebody and then you fell asleep. 
in like at their oh, place. Oh, no, at the, at, oh, right, with Ray. And those yeah. Guys, yeah, and yeah. I remember him coming back. It was like five in the morning, and he had fallen asleep. I had gotten this really cool scoring job at this with this one production. It was amazing, and we had a big old kind of after party at one of the guys' house, and we hung out and. And I didn't get home till super late that night. No, it was the morning. It was the it morning. It was five yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Those were good days. Good old days. Good old days. Mm -hmm. And I remember him coming home. And because I'm like, and I remember looking at the news like, did something happen? Because his phone was dead. Like, I mean, all the anxiety. And I remember him coming in and him being like, oh. And I remember being so livid. And I remember like looking at him and being like, I don't know where my husband is. Like, where are you? Like, let me know when he's here. Because between that and then like, you know, again, what he said about sharing things with other people, like, oh, I'm gonna have lunch with this person. And I'm like, who is this person? Who, who is she, what? Have you lost, you've lost your mind. You've lost your mind. And so, yeah, it was a lot. That whole time was very foggy. It's a very foggy <laughs> I think time. you blocked it. It's a very foggy time. Yeah. Actually, how we fixed it. We didn't that first time. No, we didn't. We, we did put, not we kind fix of put it. put like a little bandaid on it. Yeah, I think I remember calling some of my like mentors from high school who had a great marriage and I talked to them. We talked to them because I was like, I'm not going to talk to my parents because it, one thing I learned is that when you go through stuff, when when there's whether it's whatever it is, it's, you know, stuff that people go through. I realized you probably don't want to go and tell family because while you guys are working through stuff, they may not be so forgiving. And they may be like, she said what? Yeah, when we, He when, said what? When we figured out something, family may not have moved on. You know, moved on. You, know, you can move on from something, we can move on from something, but certain family members like, man, I can't believe y'all did that. You did that and she did that, whatever. Yeah, and so we just, we kind of put a Band-Aid on it. We talked to them. And they're like, okay, well, you know, and they helped us, but it was just kind of like, we didn't really deal with like the deep issues of it, of why, like, why is it that when you feel stressed, Brandy, you react this way? Or John, when you feel pressure, you react by doing X, Y, and Z. Why is that? We didn't really get to that yeah. until like year seven. Yeah, like, why is it that, you know, I, I you know, I wanna, I, I go inward. You're not stressed, you know, and, and I look for, you know, some other means of, you know, communicating this stress, you know, Release. completely different from, you know, my family, my circle that I normally deal with, you know. Um, yeah, it was, you know, I think, was that year seven? Yeah. Year seven is when we dealt with it. Yes. I want to say it was when we really took a good look and said, okay, are we going to really dig, you know, dig through our closet a bit? Year seven was 2012. That was the year that my mom passed away and my biological dad passed away within like five months of each other. I was going through a cloud of grief that wasn't myself. 
And I think it goes to that thing of like, how do you react when there's pressure? So for me, I'm grieving. It's really heavy. World rock. And so for him, how does he deal with that? So, okay, he has to find a release. How am I going to release? I know I'm going to, you know. Yeah, so pretty much there was some some chick that mm-hmm. I've been, you know, talking with and, you know, she, you know, got, you know, the messages, you know, we got, got to talking through everything and, you know, pretty much that it was like, okay, now we're back in year four, you know. Uh, and so um, I think at that moment we were at a crossroads. For one, let's, let's be clear, I was the biggest asshole at that time. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, keep that clear. Number two, it, it was a lot that just came to the surface. She was in the middle of her grief. I was in the middle of just acting, acting amazing. Husband of the year. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and in a way, I was, you know, that was me, you know, dealing with, you know, how I, you know, how I knew to deal with stress, you know, how to, you know, and a lot of it, what I grew up seeing, you know, and, and so... We found, you know, we actually happened to have uh, some amazing help in our own backyard that we reached out to and just basically said, hey, so this ain't working right now too well. And our, our mentors gave us some really amazing tools on uh, how to how to get through that. A lot of it really came down to if we really wanted to. And... Um, and I think that's also when you like started digging into your family. Yeah, that was the digging that part. Was, that that's was... when that happened, where he was, our, they were like, John, we want you to talk to your family. Like, how did your parents meet? How did they resolve things? How was your dad? How was, yeah. Because I, I actually, for the longest, I, you know, you hear this thing of, oh, we're uh, the... The, the sum of like kind of where we come from, we you know, the things like generational curses and things like that. We both come from a very uh, religious and spiritually awakened background, I like to say, you know, at least so we thought in a way, in so many ways. <laughs> but, um, but uh, so you hear things like generational curses and things like that. I didn't really buy too much of all of that stuff. I mean, I would hear it and kind of just kind of shake my head with it. And, I would just, you know, my my mindset around my decisions where they were my decisions, you know, my issues were mine. Had nothing to do with my dad, had nothing to do with my mom. They were my stuff. Uh, Well, you know, looking down everything, going down memory lane with them folks, man, it was, that was quite eye-opening. Just seeing, wow, how much alike I am in different ways with both of my parents. And seeing how much that would have benefited me to know some of the things that they were dealing with. If I would have known that as a kid, that would have been great to know. Like, hey, you know what? I know it seemed like we got this stuff together, but we kind of don't. We're figuring stuff out because your mom is really bad with money. I mean, like, got a lot of secret credit card bad with money. And and when when I argue with your mother and I, I tend to go like seek relationships elsewhere and things like that just to kind of cope with my stuff because for some reason I don't want to talk to her about it and and all this kind of stuff and they didn't you know I never saw that you know I just was told you know grown folks business you know I'm we will go talk over here and you go over there or they pick their times to talk about stuff you know but um, 
you know, walking that, you know, walking that, um, walking down memory lane with them was, was, that was quite eye opening just to see, um, the similarities. And I learned then, Hey, <laughs> we are a lot alike. I mean, down to the DNA, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you call it generational curses, you call it science, but we are a lot alike the people that we come from. It's just what it is, you know? And, um, the cool thing about it is for me, uh, when I started to see, I never forget, I started to see a connection of myself and my children. That connection was everything for me. And I immediately wanted my kids to know the stuff that I deal with and the stuff that we deal with, you know, so they can know that, oh, you know, my parents, they're far from perfect, you know, and uh, but they did the best they could. They always did, but they were real with us, you know, and that way they hopefully can you know, hopefully they can be aware of some of the issues that they naturally may have, you know, things that they naturally tend to want to do when they're stressed. Um, how do they solve problems? You know, stuff like that, you know. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was when we really dealt with everything in 2007. Yeah, and it was tough, too, because it's like, it's like no one wants, you don't want to dig through your stuff. You don't want to, like, you know, hold the mirror up. And I just remember thinking like, man, I really don't like this person right now. Like, I do not like, I don't like him right now. But then also the cool thing about it was I feel like that was the first time I was able to actually see him. Cause up until that point, it was like this, this thing of what he wanted me to see, like this perfect person. And that eventually got dropped. Like, no, I am a human person with my own issues and my own faults and my stuff, and I'm sorting through it. And, you know, hopefully you'll stick around while I figure this out. So during the period, I guess, the seven-year period, were the uh, relationships, were the women just conversations, or did it go beyond that? You know, it really did. It really just stepped at conversations and just... Um, I think, to be honest with you, I think it was more of a thing of just simply having a relationship with other people outside of what we got going on. Um, I think that alone is pretty much more so uh, a uh, a bit of a, a black hole for just a whole other relationship in general. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, but it's interesting because she she got a chance to read those messages. <laughs> that was nice. Great. That was awesome. Um, but um, yeah, so yeah. So we we found this couple. Who's, Did they find us? Yeah, I guess they found us, um, and they probably found us like at the best time. But even when we met them, we didn't share like our like our, our background, we kind of just showed them like, oh yeah, we're great, we're wonderful. Because they were the type of folks that we wanted to be. you know. They're, so we're like, we, we're not gonna show them like the stuff. You know, like, so we went to play it cool, you know, we went to be cool with them, you know, and like, yeah. you know, got our stuff together. And they've been married a long, they've been married a long time, like 30, 30 years, yeah. I think now, 30 years. So like, they're pretty good at it. They're pretty good at marriage and, um, we met them and we just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, very like standard after 
that whole ordeal year seven when I saw everything stuff started to come up um I remember I called and I was like I just basically vomited we both vomited everything out like almost like exorcist style like we're not okay <laughs> we've never been okay help us after she pushed me off the floor, I, I did I, I totally floor. pushed I man pushed you yeah. um yeah I think we just both like vomited everything out and it was we felt stupid in a way because it's like here are these people who have been in our lives for like what two years and we've never like showed them this because we're trying to like and it's like to what detriment like we're this is not helping us and so that night I remember like when I found everything out I immediately called them and we were on the phone and we were just like like all the stuff and they're like okay all right so tomorrow do you would you like to come by and we're gonna talk and John um yeah you're gonna stay off of this and you're gonna do this and we'll see you guys tomorrow okay bye that's basically what happened we're talking about this is your seven year right? seven yeah yeah I mean yeah I mean yeah we're desperate yeah you know, you pretty, she pretty much just handed me a ball saying, okay, you fix this. It's just like, I'm, cause I'm kind of done. So yeah. I'm pretty much done, you yeah. know? So, and that's kind of what it was. It was, yeah. a, it was a lot of me figuring out my stuff and, um, they encouraged you to talk to your family. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That was um, one of the many sessions that, that we had. That was probably the most impactful, some of the most impactful tools that they gave me was, was going back you know, researching where I come from, even down to the point of, um, you know, my sisters and things like that, because I have siblings that I'm still learning to have. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that was that was huge for me. That was probably the biggest. Uh, that and another thing, they, um, I was told that was really really good uh, was, um, I think uh, I think there's like the whole thing of the guy. You know, we have we society says you know we have to dance to impress the girl in the sense you know and therefore it's a thing of just kind of constantly living your life just to impress this woman where truth be told we should be living our lives to really be to be impressive to ourselves to be our best selves first because we can't make the best decisions for ourselves i mean the person that you're with doesn't stand a chance in hell really they just don't and I, you know, that was something that was told to me. I was, I thought that really stuck with me. You know, I was like, wow, that was, you know, so because here I am trying to do everything I can to, to keep her happy. Where it's like, hold up one second, how are you? You know, before you trying to like look at trying to make sure she's good and you're doing everything to make sure that you, at least you think what she wants these things and you think this is to what she it, wants. You yeah. know, it's like, but how are you? Like, deal with you first. Who are you first? Things like that. You know, the way that we show our kids one how to deal with conflict, but also who we are is just through transparency. I mean, for us. I think I remember when you were saying like getting away from this like perfect image and that doesn't mean like we're like you know well you know what like kids are right there but we don't even get to that point like it's more so like they get to see us like problem solve because we're very different like the way we process things like I'm more like verbal 
And he is, now he is. Like, that was another thing that changed, I think, after year seven. Like, him releasing, like, he's very, like, verbal. Like, babe, I don't agree with that. I don't feel this way. I, you know, we're very verbal. And I think our kids are able to see, like, just because you love someone doesn't mean that you're always gonna agree on something. Like, you're not the same person. You know, you may be one, but you're not the same. And so, I mean, we, for us, I think, it's, we're very like transparent there. Jack's being almost 13 is able to see us like how we, how we solve things, how we like, after we solve, we regroup and we're like, okay, they're fine. They're okay. Even though they don't agree on everything. I think that's a big thing. And the, you know, and everything's so fluid. I think yeah. that's one thing that I like to showcase to our children and things and something that I, I know that I've learned is just relationships are fluid. You know, the, the, the that agreement we made in 2005, yeah, it's fluid in the sense of as fluid as we are, because we yeah. all we change, you know. And long as we're, you know, long as we're checking in, long as we're all aboard on what the changes are, and you know what's going on, we're fine. But at the same time, there's certain things you need to say. Okay, listen, you know, who are you now? You know, because yeah. you know who you are now, you may not be. You may, may be different than who you were in 2005. And it's always changing because I think like, even with us, like we've known each other and it just hit me the other day. We've known each other since we were teenagers and we're now 35, 35 and 36. And so it's like to think that nothing has changed, like you are not a different person is in, insane. And I think that's why a lot of people who get married or partner as young as we did, they sometimes don't make it because they end up growing apart because they're different people. And I mean, even just like, in November, we had to kind of readjust and not because of anything happening. Cause we, again, we were good with that, but like him with losing his mom and then me just having a baby in November. And while I was in Paris. While he's in Paris, <laughs> it was like, okay, hold your horses. Like let's breathe here. It was like, you had to kind of reevaluate even that, like things that worked back a year ago that don't work now. There's some high moments, some low moments. Yeah. I mean, we managed them pretty good, though. We did. We came out okay. Like, November, I remember... <laughs> November, I remember. It was crazy because I remember thinking, why isn't he getting it? Like, why isn't he being as sensitive and aware as he usually is? And it didn't hit me till like, after asking that question, like, oh, he's grieving which I should know. My mom died six years ago. So I know like you're not yourself. You're somewhere in there, but you're not yourself. And so like, I think what it looked like for us was putting on that oxygen mask, like individually. Um, Cause there were moments where I wanted to hold space for him and just be like, but then also I'm not myself because I just had a baby and hormones are all over the place. And then for him, he would want to hold space for me, but he's not himself because he's grieving. So there would be moments where we would just be like sitting there. <laughs> We're just like angry and sleep deprived. That was a crazy time. That was a just, rough one. Ooh, that was a rough one. Yeah, it was. A lot of tears. A lot of tears. Yeah, you know, it was rough one because I was traveling for work. I was performing out in Europe for a few yeah. weeks and this was something that we had both agreed mm -hmm. upon was going to happen leading up to the birth uh, because uh, 
she had a great home birth, amazing home birth. We yeah. we reached out to our entire uh, our tired team, our network of friends, and uh, we have a great community of, of women, particularly that helped her yeah. out a lot. That was there for her, and and because we knew we knew that mm-hmm. this was going to be a a pretty trying time with the traveling. I didn't actually want to do that that, that particular run at first. You know, but you like, oh, it'd be nice to have that little bit of a nest egg after the tour when the baby's here. I was like, okay, let's do it. This baby number three. Like, yeah, let's try it. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, But it really was beautiful, though. It was beautiful. It was was a lot, though. You were pregnant at home Mm -hmm. virtually that whole pregnancy by yourself. Yeah. Because I was was traveling all last year. All last year. One thing that our mentors told us, mentors told us, and we were in touch with them the entire time. We were like, hey, <laughs> we need you. Yeah, we we were hating each other for a little bit. Yeah. Oh like, gosh. I was like, he's he's just, a, you know, a, he just seems very, like, distant and a lot. I'm like, oh, he's breathing. And then she just seems crazy. Like, she's like, I didn't say that. I would never say no, that. No, but, you know, it was... You know, a lot. You to know? the, to the yeah, yeah, I think for us, it was just like, she, they said something interesting. They said, all conversations don't have to happen right now. You can put a pin in some conversations. Which makes sense because yeah. at that moment, you have two people that are experiencing so much. At the same and time. really not a high likely chance of, of really good conversation happening, <laughs> you know, really, you know, really productive conversation happened when, okay, you have one person who just lost a parent like yeah. a couple months ago, and then you have another person who literally is, you know, is having a baby after pretty much being at home with, you know, with two other kids by herself most of the year. And just had a baby, but, and we were going through feeding issues. That was the other thing. There's two things. One, my, my dad gave me some great advice, uh, which is interesting. <laughs> which, which is interesting because because he's been married a gazillion times, um, but he's not afraid of commitment, though. Um, <laughs> but he gave me some great advice. He said you you should like the person you marry. I didn't really get that then, but I get it now. That's really huge. Um, but also, I I wish I would have told myself something. Uh, I wish I would have told myself at the very beginning of this thing, looking, you know, looking back, is the person, allow the person that you're married to, to love you, uh, to really love you, to really love all of you. Give them that chance. Because if you're not going to give them that chance, then don't do it. Let them love all of you, the parts that you're ashamed of, the parts that you're not, you know, so hyped up about, the parts that you're not confident about. Give, give that to them if you're going to do it. You know, let them let let them you know trust that they can handle that they want that. You know, you trust that. You know, and I didn't really get that till years down the road. You know, but I figured that out. You know, she's she's <laughs> she's so gentle with my <laughs> my issues. You know. Um, I think for me, I would say, uh your partners one figure out who you are before you get married like really know who you are as individuals because i think when we got into it it was just like a a salad of stuff like 
it was, be it was a beautiful salad. It's a great salad. But it was just like, oh, is that arugula? Is that, okay, and then there's like some tomatoes in there. And where did the croutons go for, come from? And then it was just a lot of stuff that we were just like, oh, we, we just like each other so much and you're wonderful and we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together, okay. And we didn't really know like what all that entailed. It was just like a big salad of stuff. And I think, I'm, I hate that we waited so long. I mean, and granted, it wasn't so long, but four or five years into our marriage to get people who we trusted to like really pour into us. I wish we would have gotten that sooner. And when we got it, felt comfortable and free enough to really show them who we were, all of our stuff. I really wish we would have done that at the beginning because it would have really saved us three years in between there of pretending. Well, you know, we did the whole, we thought we were doing that. Oh yeah. With the whole acute marriage counseling thing that a lot yeah. of people do. Right before marriage. Yeah, we did marriage well, counseling. You know, the people that we knew, it was just, you know, and they were, they're awesome by the way, but yeah. it's one of those things that, you know, if you, if you're doing any kind of counseling, you need to be, you know, that thing needs to be rigorous. If you're not learning something. You need to be sweating. If, you, know, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all really need to yeah. get into things. Like, know? go into, like, the, the stuff. Like, how do you react when pressure is on? Like, for real. Not like, what's your favorite color? What's your love language? What's your, like, really, how do you, how do you express yourself when the pressure is on? And we didn't really get into that until, like, we absolutely had to. And stuff was just like, Bleh. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what we would we would share. Yeah. Really put all that stuff on the table. Put all of it on the table. And trust that the other person, you know, would, you know. Yeah, and I think that's what we did. We now we're there, like after 18 years and 14 years of being married, almost like now we're now we're there where it's like okay, I feel like this. Okay, well, I don't feel like that, you and, know? And there is fluid. Yeah, there's a lot of fluid. There is fluid. It's a fluid Fluidity. place, you know? But it took a while.